it's the processional cross.
We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. continue now with our confession and absolution. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us then confess our sins to God, our Father. Most merciful God, Most merciful God we confess that we are that we by, are nature, by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all of your sins. So then, in the stead, and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. In God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? Be gracious to me, O God, for man tramples on me. Me. My enemies trample on me all day long. 
for many attack me proudly. When I am afraid, in God, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. In God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Merciful and everlasting God, you did not spare your only Son, but delivered him up for us all to bear our sins on the cross. Grant that our hearts may be so fixed with steadfast faith in him that we fear not the power of sin, death, and the devil. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Please be seated. The first reading, the first reading from Holy Scripture today comes from the book of Acts, chapter 10, verses 34 to 43. 
So Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly I understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to, is acceptable to him. As far as the word that he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all, you yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism that John proclaimed, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the, the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and made him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who had been chosen by God as witnesses, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to all people and to testify that he is the one anointed by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him and all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. We will now have special music by the men's choir.
At this time, I invite all the young disciples who are here today for the children's message with this many. Also, if you have them, bring up your mics. Good morning. morning. Oh, let's try that again. Good morning. Do you guys know what's special about today? That's right. It's Easter. It's the day that we celebrate the wonderful miracle of Jesus being raised from the dead, right? He was dead in the tomb, but on the third day he rose again. Let's practice what Pastor taught us earlier. Hallelujah. He is risen indeed. Where's my helper? Does anyone know what this is? Cordell? Um, similar, not a grapevine. It just looks like a dead old plant, doesn't it? But really what's inside here is a bulb. And most people might think that if you put this in the ground, that nothing would actually happen, right? That it would just be in there forever, and it would just be dead. But your teachers have taught you that's not what really happens, right? What have your teachers taught you, Makai, will happen to this seemingly dead bulb whenever we put it in the ground and we water it and we give it sun? What happens? Do what? That's right, it grows into a plant that looks a lot like this one that I brought from my office or like these that we have today on the cross. It grows into a beautiful flower full of life. And when they put Jesus to death on the cross, most of the people thought that he was dead and would be dead forever. But... He did something very special, right? He fulfilled the prophecy as our savior. He was different. He was God's own son. And he was resurrected, brought back to life, right? That's right, Harper. That is a very special miracle. So whenever you see plants that look like this, I hope that reminds you of the miracle that Jesus fulfilled today on Easter uh, from raising from the dead and saving our sins so that we could live with him forever. Let's pray. Repeat after me. Thank you, God, for miraculously turning seeds into living flowers. And thank you, God, for the miracle of Jesus being raised from the dead. Thank you that he is alive and he is our friend today.
In Jesus' name, amen. Happy Easter. The epistle lesson today comes from the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. <clears throat> if you then have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is, when Christ, who is your life, appears... Then you also will appear with him in glory. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Please rise for the next hymn. Our next hymn is page 461 in the Lutheran Service Book. I know that my Redeemer lives. Again, page 461 in the Lutheran Service Book, the first four verses. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 28th chapter. Now after the Sabbath, for the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. 
And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy, and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. This is the gospel of our Lord. with me please dear Lord may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight in Jesus name we pray amen grace mercy and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the risen Lord and Savior Jesus Christ amen the text for the message today is the gospel lesson that was just read although one particular part where the angel said the angel says to the women he is not here he has risen as he said roger and margaret billy edward salvador gina dale 
Tycho, Mona, Nyla, Cliff, Bud, Will, Ray, Bob, Ryan, Ron, William, Mel, Sigrid, and Emily. These are the names of saints who have gone before us, people who I've had the great opportunity to either preside over their funeral service or their memorial service. And there are some that I remember better than others. I remember Billy, and I remember that he was a man that loved coming to church. I would stand outside greeting people as they would come in, and there would come Billy, and he had the biggest grin and the biggest smile on his face. And he absolutely just loved coming to church. When he was dying, I went to go see him just a few hours before he passed. And before I even had the chance or the opportunity to ask him how he was doing, he asked me how I was. And he asked me how my family was. I remember, too, I remember Gina. Gina was a, a single mother. And at that time, we didn't have a very large Sunday school. In fact, she brought her kids to church faithfully every single Sunday. She was the Sunday school teacher, and her two kids were the only two kids that we had. But she came faithfully. And now my wife and I have the great opportunity to be the godparents for both her daughter and her son. I remember Mona. Mona, I would go up and see her. Uh, she was, oh, probably just a few months away from passing at that point. And our conversations would, always, would oftentimes go to, I would sort of tell her what my idea for my sermon topic was, was for that coming Sunday, and I would ask her, I said, Mona, well, what do you think? And Mona, God love her, she loved every single idea that I had. And she never told me anything that was bad. She said, yeah, Pastor, I think, that that'll, I think that that'll do just fine. I remember Bob, and I remember that, that as a graduate of the University of Southern California, that he was a big, big USC fan. And at his memorial service, I had the great opportunity to not only preside over that service, but to um, preach, too, at that service. And the USC sort of uh, thing that they do is they hold up two fingers like this, and it's, it's just a V for victory. And I remember that I told folks, folks there that, yeah, Bob, he was a huge USC fan, but he would want you to know more that, of the victory that you have in Christ. I remember Ron, and I remember him because he was a fellow pastor. And he had the biggest, heartiest laugh that I think I've ever, I've ever heard. He was just an absolute joy to speak to, to talk to, to pray with, to share with. And unfortunately, he had been diagnosed with cancer just a month before he was, just a month before he was ordained into the ministry. And he passed just a few months after he was ordained and installed at his church. And finally, I 
never got the great opportunity to meet Emily. But of all of the things that I have heard about her and just all of the stories and the people that I have talked to about her, I, I felt like I did have the opportunity to meet her. She sounded like a absolute wonderful person. And I remember that her family had told me that even though she hadn't been baptized yet, she was on her way and she wanted to be baptized. And it was with that confidence that I was sure that I know that I'm going to see Emily in heaven. Because none of us are called to heaven by anything that we do. Rather, it is only by the grace of God and through his Holy Spirit that he calls us to his gospel. And I suppose that the reason why I am telling you about all of these folks that I have met and had the opportunity to to, uh, preside over their funerals and their memorials is because as believers in Christ, you're going to get to meet them. See, that's what Easter is all about. And I'm sure that Easter Sunday is also bring back a lot of memories for family members that you've had or loved ones that you've had that have passed along in Christ. And I too will have the great opportunity to meet them one day also when Christ returns. All of these saints of the Lord, those who have died in the faith, they all have one thing in common. You see, they all believe that when Jesus says he's going to do something, that he does it. You see, with Jesus, you never have to worry about follow-through. Because when he promises something, it comes true. And it happens. It sort of reminds me of the famous Dr. Seuss tale, Horton Hatches the egg, and I know, I know, just bear with me on this. Horton is an elephant, and he gets called upon by a very irresponsible bird to sit on the bird's eggs while the bird goes on vacation. And so Horton is a little bit leery of this at first, but he goes along with it. And so Horton sits, and he sits, and he sits. He sits through all kinds of bad weather, He sits when people are making fun of him for an elephant, for being an elephant and sitting on a bird's egg. And he continues to sit even when people try to come and take him away from his egg that he has made a promise to. And all the while, while this book is going, Horton continues one common refrain. He says, I meant what I said, and I said what I meant. Because an elephant is faithful, 100%. And so we have our text for this morning where the angel, he says something quite similar to Horton. Perhaps that's where Horton got his inspiration from. The women, the two Marys, go to Jesus' tomb. And they are bringing along spices and ointments and other things for which to anoint Jesus' body. Because, they, because of the Passover, they did not have the opportunity to do so before. And so they arrive, and they see something that they absolutely did not expect to see. They see that not only has the, has the stone rolled away from the entrance of the tomb, but there sits upon the tomb, um, the, uh, the stone, in a very triumphal way, an angel. And he's just sitting there on top of a rock. 
And of course, the women at the side are terrified, confused, uh, not entirely sure what to think of what they are seeing that is right before their very eyes. And so the angel reassures them. And he says, Do not fear, for you are looking for Jesus of Nazareth. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. And then to help them believe what they have a hard time knowing and understanding and believing in their hearts, he then says, come, see the place where he was laying. And of course, he's not there. And then Jesus appears. And he says, go and, and, and tell my brothers to meet me in Galilee. And then the story goes on from there. You see, Jesus said what he meant. And he meant what he said. Now, I suppose that in order to trust Jesus, to believe in him, to believe that he rose, to believe him, when he, when he, to believe him and all that he, when he says that he will do something and everything that he has done, I suppose that in order to believe Jesus, in order to trust him, you and I have to ask ourselves a very basic question. Do we believe that he is God or not? And to get at the heart of that question, I bring up a quote that I have used before, but it bears repeating. The famous Christian philosopher Pascal is famous for saying this, I am wagering my entire life on the faith that Jesus is the ultimate authority. Now I know that many of you here this morning do believe that he is God. You have wagered your entire life on him. And if you are here this morning and do not believe that Jesus is Lord and Savior, perhaps you are here against your own will. Maybe your mom made you come. If this is you, I want you to understand a few things. First, it is important for you to know that even the non-Christian historical sources say that Jesus could do miraculous things. In one source, it says, and I quote, on the eve of Passover, Yeshua, that is the Hebrew name for Jesus, was hanged because he practiced sorcery and seduced Israel to apostasy. And that is just one quote of several from non-Christian historical sources that have absolutely no reason or any cause at all to try to prove Jesus' divinity, that he was God, that he is God. A source that certainly wants nothing to do with that. And of course, we have the Bible also. The same Bible that is accepted by many historical scholars as historically accurate. The same Bible which talks about many of those miraculous things that he did. How he fed over 5,000 people and started with nothing more than simply five loaves of bread and two fish. And how he healed those who had been diseased with leprosy. How he gave sight to a man who had been born blind from birth and saw nothing but darkness. Until Jesus came and healed him. About how this man, Jesus, who lived over 2,000 years ago 
got into a boat, was sleeping, with when, the, when a giant storm comes up and his disciples are freaking out and they call over to Jesus and say, Master, don't you care that we're going to drown? And Jesus, he just gets up, he rebukes the storm, and simply says, quiet and be still. And if that isn't enough, maybe consider this from the great preacher, Billy Graham. He said, I have never met anyone who has put their faith in Christ and has later regretted it. You can trust that when he says that he is going to do something, that he will do it. Of the host of examples of, of this that we have in Scripture, well, we really, we really only need one. You see, in the 16th chapter of this same gospel from Matthew, Matthew records Jesus as telling his disciples that he is going to suffer. And that he is going to die at the hands of the Pharisees and the scribes and the chief priests. And then on the third day, he will be raised to life. And wouldn't you know it, we flash forward to our text for this morning in Matthew chapter 28. And three words that if you weren't paying close enough attention, you might just skip right over. The angel says to the women who are astonished and shocked. And fearful. And he says, you are looking for Jesus of Nazareth. He is not here. He has risen as he said. He said that after three days that he would rise again to new life. And he has and the evidence is there. He said that he would raise Billy and Margaret and Gina and the others to new life. And their baptism into Christ is the down payment of that. He said that the Son of Man came to seek and save that which was lost to him in the fall so many years ago. He said that there is now no condemnation for those who are under Christ. He said that your guilt has been removed and forgiven as far as the east is from the west that he has removed it completely from the sight of the Father, so that the only thing that he sees now is a perfect child. Without sin, without blemish, without illness or sickness or anything. He only sees you as his perfect child. He said that he would be with us always to the very end of the age. And so he is here today. Not only because there are much more than two or three gathered in one place in his name, but he is there here in the bread and the wine for the forgiveness of our sins. Behold, I am with you always, he says, to the very end of the age. And so we promised it, and it has happened. He said that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him, regardless of your sin, regardless of how many times that you have sinned, regardless of who you are, regardless of who other people might think you are, for God so loved the world that he sent his only son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life.
And see, folks, that's the message. That's why we're here today. That's why you will notice a few Sundays after this that we don't just celebrate Easter today, but there are many Sundays after this that we will celebrate Easter. Why? Because it's awesome. Because he died and he rose again just as he said that he was going to do. Because Jesus meant what he said. And he said what he meant. Because, my friends, he is faithful 100%. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Amen. Please rise. We now say together the words of our Christian faith, and we do so using the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed is found printed on the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. At this time, we will collect our tithes and offerings. Now is a good time for you to grab that red sign-in book that is on the aisle portions of the pews. Whoever is the last person on the window side to get that book, please send it back towards the aisle. And then the person who was on the end, please tear off that top sheet so that the others can uh, grab it easily and readily at the end of service. And so with that, we collect our tithes and offerings. The Lutheran Hour is our church's witness in the public marketplace. Hear the Lutheran Hour message each Sunday on the following stations at 6.30 a.m. on KTXR-FM 101.3 in Springfield, Missouri, at 9.30 a.m. on KKOW-AM 860 in Pittsburgh, Kansas, and at 12.30 p.m. on KRUM-FM 100.3 FM in Rogers, Arkansas. Visit online at www.lutheranhour.org to learn more about the Inspirational Lutheran Hour Ministries program or visit www.lhm.org. Any questions regarding the Lutheran Hour may be addressed by calling the church office at 417-235-7300. Trinity's Adult Bible Class meets at 9 a.m. each Sunday in the cafeteria and the fellowship hall of the school. Men's Bible Study meets each Wednesday morning at 6.30 a.m. in the chapel. The Mount Vernon Ladies Bible Study Group 
will meet after Easter. Additional study groups include Ladies Tuesday Evening Bible Study at 7 p.m. at the home of Tony Oberman. Ladies Afternoon Bible Study meets the first and third Mondays at 1 p.m. For more information regarding the Bible study groups, contact the church office at 417-235-7300. We'll soon rejoin the congregation for the celebration of Holy Communion and the receiving of the offerings. The first communion hymn will be page 457, Jesus Christ is Risen Today in the Lutheran Service Book. Again, page 457, Jesus Christ is Risen Today. First of all, for those on our health list, for Melba McCord, Nancy McRoberts, Mary Fritz, Ella Kleibaker, Esther Holly, Flora Oberman, Landreth Worm, Erwin Kruger, Erna Shane, Janice Meyer, Jeannie Stoltz, Myron Reed, Rosa Marie Griman, Carol McIntyre, Marilyn Stewart, Brenda Lawmaster, Sandy Voskamp, Caitlin Kleibaker, David Hughes, Marv Henning, Madison Williams, Elmer Kaiser, Lee Dust, Ethel Helmkamp, Dale Chapman, and Dan Haynes. Also for those who are celebrating birthdays and anniversaries, uh, for 83 years of life given to Ursula McGahey on April the 21st, and those celebrating anniversaries, Rob and Terry Kruger, 26 years of marriage on the 19th, Mike and Edith Harmon will celebrate 28 years of marriage on the 21st, and Stephen and Deborah Shane will celebrate 39 years of marriage on April the 22nd. So with that, we go to our Lord in prayer. Christ is risen, the world below lies desolate. Christ is risen, the spirits of evil are fallen. Christ is risen, the angels of God are rejoicing. Christ is risen, the tombs of the dead are empty. Christ is risen indeed from the dead, the first of the sleepers, glory and power are his forever. Gracious God, we praise you for the light of new life made possible through Jesus. We praise you for the light of new life that shone on the first witnesses of the resurrection. We praise you for the light of new life that continues to shine in our hearts today. We pray that the Easter light of life, hope and joy, will live in us each day and that we will be bearers of that light into the lives of others. Lord, in your mercy. 
hear our prayer. Holy Lord, you hold all the might of man in your hand, and you are the one who holds accountable those who govern our nation and every nation. Bless our president, our governor, civil servants, that they may serve with integrity and pursue the causes of peace, justice, and freedom for the good of all people. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Father of all, show your loving kindness to the sick and to all who suffer. Grant them healing as you will, strength for the day, patience under trials and peace at the last. Especially, Lord, for all those who are suffering that we name that we have named on our health list, and for all those, Lord, that we name before you in our hearts now. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we also rejoice with those who are celebrating birthdays and anniversaries coming up soon for Ursula and her 83 years of life, for the anniversaries of Robbie and Terry, for Mike and Edith, and for Stephen and Deborah. We ask, Lord, that, that you would continue to bless them in this next year of their lives. May they grow closer to you each and every day. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Holy Father, your Son has given us this blessed communion of his body and blood, that we may be fed and nourished to everlasting life by him who has given us life. May we have a clear conscience knowing that in this sacrament all of our sins are taken from us and grant us faith that we may receive this holy sacrament for our good. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. And finally, Lord, we thank you that Easter is not about a people, but all people. That your love and your salvation are for all who confess with, heart, with voices, hearts, and lives. That the tomb is empty because Jesus is risen. That we might know forgiveness. That lives might be reborn. In your name glorified now and for eternity. Amen. And so, people of God, the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. It is truly good right and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. For what had been hidden from before the foundation of the world, you have made known to the nations in your Son. In him being found in the substance of our mortal nature, you have manifested the fullness of your glory. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, everyone praising you and singing. So our Lord Jesus Christ, in the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also we took the cup after supper. 
And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. The first communion hymn today will be just Jesus Christ is Risen Today, page 457 in the Lutheran Service Book. Again, Jesus Christ is Risen Today, page 457.
Our next communion hymn will be at the Lamb's High Feast We Sing, page number 633 in the Lutheran Service Book, verses 1 through 6. Again, at the Lamb's High Feast We Sing, number 633, verses 1 through 6.
The next communion hymn is page 469 in the Lutheran Service Book, Christ the Lord is Risen Today, page 469. The next communion hymn will be page 475, Good Christian Friends, Rejoice and Sing. Page 475, Good Christian Friends, Rejoice and Sing in the Lutheran Service Book.
The next communion hymn will be Jesus' Name of Wondrous Love, page 900 in the Lutheran Service Book. Again, Jesus' Name of Wondrous Love, page 900.
We are now singing Alleluia, Alleluia, Hearts to Heaven, page 477. Alleluia, Alleluia, Hearts to Heaven.
please rise. And now may this, our Savior's body and blood, strengthen and preserve you and the one true faith until life that is everlasting. Depart in his peace and joy. Amen. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us with this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy that you would strengthen us through the same, in faith towards you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And so now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Our closing hymn is Christ the Lord is Risen Today, Alleluia, page 463. Again, Christ the Lord is Risen Today, Alleluia, page 463.
Please be seated. Again, I, I want to thank all of you for coming today for our Easter worship. I pray that this was a blessed time for you. I want to take just a moment to recognize our organist, Susan. She has prepared songs, not all the same songs. Only one was, was the same for three services. So, Su uh, so Susan, thank you very, very much. Thank you. And again, thank you to all of you for attending today. I pray that your Easter day is a blessed one, that you stay dry. And look, the sun came out when we were done. Um, and if you are traveling, please be safe. If you do not have a church home, we pray uh, and invite you to, and are welcome to become a part of ours. We, we worship here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. And so with that, I pray that you all would have a very, very blessed week of Easter. It has been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with the members of Trinity next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you are not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of the radio broadcast on KKBL-FM 95.9 in Aurora, Missouri, or on the podcast www frystatradio.com we commend you to his loving care of our gracious heavenly father may his love surround you and his mercy be evident to all things your announcer today has carol Clybaker, and we wish you a very happy blessed easter